pretty great. Are we recording? I don't think you guys know that he's what? a pro wrestler, but... I know he's a pro wrestler. He's also a pro actor. He's in Blade Runner 2049, Is one of the really? best sequels ever. You know, it's an if. It's a. It's an if. I love that movie. All right. By the well. way. Hey, hey! Oh, oh, hey! This is the New hey. Hope Podcast. We're talking Star Wars and hope. hope of, of course. Of course. Hey, I'm your host, Rick. And Brendan. And Josh. Hey, Josh. And today, more than any other day, you're about to hear the podcast for Empire Strikes Back. Woo! Super pumped. V-I-I. As pumped as uh, Spider-Man <laughs> is in Civil War to continue to talk me. about a movie that is so great that has captured the hearts of generations to come. Mm-hmm. Yes, we love episode five. I love episode five. I love episode I love five. Episode There's five. so much. You know what? <laughs> episode five is like one of those movies that just uh, just captures like everybody. But it's still talked about today. Like mm-hmm. as much as Star Wars is talked about, Empire Strikes Back is what's talked about. You know right? what? Majority wise. I, I just thought of this. I the the two series that I really love is Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. And yeah. both of those series, the middle movie holds up so well. It's like a great movie to watch. I love Two Towers personally. Oh, uh, see, now we're we need to set up a different yeah, podcast. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we'll do that later. Uh, Fellowship I'm just of the thinking, Ring is my favorite. Okay, I will not yeah, be no. uh, involved in the okay, Lord well, of the Rings okay. as I have never Fair seen enough. or read any part Get of Get out of town, whatever, Josh. How is that even likes. possible? We spend way too much time reading Star Wars <laughs> novels. Let's tell you that right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> but I love I love the middle movies for both of these sure, series totally. that I I really did, love. Did you know that um the middle movies of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? So like from Iron Man to now Ant Man of the Wasp. The no, middle no, no. Movie? Oh. I'm, I'm talking about the middle movies of <laughs> Phase Two of phase the two, yes. Marvel oh, Cinematic okay. Universe, yeah, yeah. which I believe is from Iron Man Three Iron Man to Ant Man. Okay, um, all yes. of them involve a character losing an arm in honor what? of Star Wars uh, Episode Five: Empire Strikes Back. Are you Back. serious? Oh, I'm absolutely serious. Do we need to go through and watch? And all you these? can watch all those movies to find out. It is. Amazing. I'm coming over to your house. I didn't pick this up until midway. By the time they were having Thork and his arm cut off, right? I was like, whoa, that's crazy. But then movie after movie, like arms are getting cut off, (laughs) and it's just like suddenly (laughs) you realize, like, oh, wait. Yeah, it is. They're uh, honoring Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. That's good. So, like, what what do you guys like? uh, What are your favorite parts about Star Wars Empire Strikes Back? (sighs) Yoda. Let's go with it. Yoda, 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 Yoda. Oh, gosh. I love Yoda in episode five. He's awesome. He's so funny. He's like Frank yeah. Oz, like just such a great, so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what's crazy is that you're talking about live, things living up, like the puppetry of yeah. Yoda. I think they even thought was like, this is going to be in stupid. No one's going to like this, or they're trying to make it work, but it's it's really paid off. That's I think hilarious. it's really cool. I think it's it looks awesome. good. Yeah. What do you mean? It's hilarious. Oh my no, gosh! When it's, he's it's filled with so much wisdom, okay. you mean to say when he reaches into Luke's little like snack box and, and he, he like takes the Cheetos, takes, yeah, he takes a bite, he, like, chews it for a little bit, and he spits it out. He's like, ah, what is this? What is food this? matter? He's watching Mark <laughs> Hamill like just food? trying not this to is laugh while like, filming this whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just like oh, it's good. the way Yoda behaves is just the f- it's so yeah. funny. Like when when so Luke good. doesn't know who he is, yeah. he's the funniest person ever. So funny. But as soon as um. Luke starts to piece it together. Uh-huh. He just switches and he's like, "Ah, yes, <laughs> the Force." <laughs> oh, it's a because of the, what the expectations are. Like it, we we think that great people come in great packages, mm. 
right? Mm-hmm. Or that they, they're presented in a way that shows off their greatness. Like he says, like from, from Obi-Wan told him he's going to go here and learn from, you know, the Master Yoda. Who instructed me. Right. Oh, man, I'm looking for this great master. Mm-hmm. And Yoda just like flips it, man. He's like, oh. Oh, you are okay. You judge me by size. You do not. <laughs> yeah, right. And so the, it, I just think that that's it's so interesting. Is that that's typically our behavior? It's not just a, you know, what a you know clever thing. That's, that's talking about real life. That's talking about a lot of times that we have great expectations on tons of things all the time and expect them to be a certain way. Yet life has a tendency to have um, uh, the unexpected kind of be the real thing. Mm. You know. I'm trying to be vague as yeah, possible. I, I think I'm picking up what you're putting down, Rick. Are you possibly referencing the uh, prophecy that Jews were following for the? Uh, I mean, I'm talking about that to too. Come? I'm talking, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> okay. yes, I because absolutely. Because that's what I'm getting I, right cause, now. Because the yeah, the prophecy of the the for the, the, the Jewish people, they were assuming a great warrior, yeah. and Jesus comes as a great warrior, just not the warrior that they saw. He was a humble warrior. Yeah. He was one that was going to fight a fight that was not uh, of this world for sure. But we have a tendency to even still take that beyond that. Like, well, we forget people that don't don't look to that or don't want to talk about that. But like we look at people that are going to mentor us in our lives or people that are going to and we look for I want somebody to look successful. Hmm. And it's like, well, what by what success rate? And what are you going to gain from that? It's like if I'm looking for someone successful in business, right, I'm looking for someone that's businesses are successful. But most of the time, businesses that are super successful aren't also necessarily the businesses you want to have for your life. Mm. You don't want to run that type of business, you know. And sometimes the best, most successful businesses aren't the ones that are like the most, uh, the ones making the most money or the ones that are, um, you know, the ones that are featured in all the magazines. A lot of times they're businesses where people are first, like relationships are first. Mm -hmm. And you want a life that's going to be enjoyed. If you're seeking money, yeah, sure, go for those big businesses. But if you're just like, I want a lot of money so I have a good life. If you want a good life, it's going to be something other than money, I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's those kinds of things that honestly sometimes we, we seek things that we think are the best and then Yoda comes in and just flips it, man. He just yeah. puts it on, it spins it on its head, and says, "No, no. What it's really going to be is like I'm going to show you greatness, but it's going to come from inside, not from the training of some great master, you know." Mm-hmm. And that's I love Empire Strikes Back for that very reason because totally. that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It, it, sometimes Empire Strikes Back feels like a stop, like action adventure, pull over to Dagobah, <laughs> and then let's just spend a whole movie here. Just like fill in the tank, basically, yeah. mm-hmm. and as I think this is so cool about uh, about that movie. Speaking of starting off with action, I am a huge fan of the scenes on Hoth. I love yeah. Hoth. Super oh, totally! Cool. Oh my gosh! Like when when we watch that now, it it holds up amazingly, mm-hmm. right? Something that's like, gosh, what is it like forty something years old now? Uh oh, hey. wait, it came out in uh, eighty, so it's. It's almost uh, 40 years old. It's however old it is by the time you're listening to this podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was very old, not computer generated. It's all models. And if you've ever watched the special, like the special edition footage of this, like the right. making of, yeah. it's this massive, like this is massive set that they built to make it look like an ice planet. And they just right. slowly move these walkers mm-hmm. up this ice planet. It's just, it's so intimidating when you see it right. in the movies. And I can imagine back, when I like when people first went and saw it, they must have thought this was like just Crazy. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I remember, it still looks. Good. I remember as a kid watching the the scenes where the the 
the shots of all the troops like getting getting in yeah, and getting ready the bunker, and, yeah. and 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 i just thinking to myself just like oh man this is like this seems like such an intense war mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if it was just the way it was filmed or or the they just happened to get the best shots out of those extras that day but it, it felt like super intense mm-hmm. i think it's interesting that like last jedi <laughs> tried to intimidate or like I- imitate sorry, yeah. intimidate in the salt I- Im- imitate the yeah the same shot of all the troops in the bunkers like getting ready Mm -hmm. and to me honestly it doesn't it doesn't capture the same feel i feel like i feel like for me it's that scene when there's like one of them he's looking through the binoculars and he's kind of like zooming in zooming out he zooms in and he sees the atat head right and he pulls out and he like pulls out again and there's like three of them right but they're coming out of the mist like you yeah nobody like when they lined up they didn't know what they were coming up against right right in in last jedi they everything's all right there there's like ships and like in this one it's just like three Mm -hmm. massive walkers like how are they going to beat that yeah they're they're losing right out the gate well and and you gotta remember that in, in in the star wars universe this is the first time that we're seeing mass machinery kind of like this i mean i think we saw like you have the death star and things like that but now we have like oh they have like heavy artillery that can just get to the ground forget like a death star that's coming like this is they've they've got stuff you know Mm -hmm. and it it, resources yeah exactly and it's i mean it was a very cool scene my my favorite part is when um luke skywalker crashes and he's trying to get the lightsaber out of Mm. uh his ship before the walker like steps on it and Mm -hmm. i just i keep thinking like man that's so intense that's gonna be awesome and then he and he launches up and flies there and then he like spins (laughs) the lightsaber around and it's like the first time you're seeing the lightsaber being used in such a creative way where it's like hey this is more than just like you know good for fencing like this is a useful tool yeah and he's and he's using it very cleverly and i think it's Mm -hmm. just awesome it's not it's not the like instrument that destroys the entire walker it just like opens up the little uh little door that he throws the grenade. grenade in. Yeah. But it's still like yeah, really clever way of not he's not just gonna throw the lightsaber at the legs and it falls over. <laughs> Run between him and like cut him, like cut super cut the whole fast thing down. at, at yeah. super duper speed. Uh, Obi Wan speed. Obi Wan speed. You know? Yoda hadn't taught him that, that oh, right, force move right. yet, I think. He hadn't even met Yoda yet. Oh that's true. Yeah, he knew no no force moves. Mm-hmm. Wait, but yeah. but he was still like I don't know. He still he was adventurous, and he was. It was like a new him kind of. You know, it was. Yeah. It was kind of cool. Well, it had been three years since the Battle of Yavin, right? Really. Empire Strikes Back takes place like huh. three years. How how do you know this, Josh? And if you tell me you read it in a book. No, it's in it's in uh, Clone Wars. Classic Stop it. classic Stop it, knowledge. <laughs> I don't think so. I you mean, just it's know been that. three years in you know since the the movie was made, for sure. But I I didn't. I, it's been it's been. It doesn't say like at the beginning of three years, does it? Really? No. no, it's not in the title crawl or anything. I don't think so. You just you just know. It's you just three know because it's just it's Luke, ridiculous. It take it took Luke three years to learn how to barely pick up a lightsaber out of the of snow because yeah, he had no actual training. Wow, that's a good point. That is a good point. Actually, yeah, I get, do love that scene also. When yeah, getting the lightsaber with the when he's like mm-hmm. with the wampa because that's so that's so like the first time that you see the force move an object yeah right because yeah, right. otherwise yeah. it's just choking people and it was and this is kind of new and, th- and that's one of the things that's interesting and wampas that, are terrifying when's the first like yeah, holy yeah. was yeah. there a creature in episode four that's like a feral space beast yes it's called job of the hut and no, his no. tail is oh my god tremendously and he, awful and, he, and, he <laughs> wa- and then he walks on it like you watch stairs. out because 
the way to the, the way to tame that beast is to step on his oh, tail. Oh, you know and what? Take it back. The <laughs> the uh, the trash monster in episode four, which yeah, I'm yeah. a fan of. You you do see him, but but something about the wampa is just you like don't see him. You see his eyeball, uh, but and you he know looks he's, like ew. Yeah, but you know he's, that? yeah, it's gross. But you see the you see the wampa, and you're like, oh gosh, this this world is alive, right? There's right, like tauntauns. Yeah. There's right, wampas. Right. It's a real place. And there's like like a ton oh, of fake blood and sunk. stuff and like falling off yeah. of his mouth as he's walking oh, by. Oh, he's just filthy. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I thought they smelled that on, on the, the, on on the, the outside. outside. <laughs> the so, tauntauns. I remember my grandmother keeps telling me that line <laughs> over and over again sometimes where she would just like, you know, she's eating like the, the food made at the table and she just says this line randomly and I'll just laugh a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like, awesome. I, I loved watching this movie with my grandmother, man. I thought it was like, one of, she introduced me to Star Wars and it's just, I just, the world itself is just so crazy. Yeah. Now the 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 monster that he's fighting in, in you know, in the cave, you. Uh, this is the first time uh, that George Lucas's special edition edits, where he's added uh, more, like revealing the monster mm-hmm. more, if you will, mm-hmm. and showing more shots. How do you? F- feel about that because I, I mean I don't, I'm, if you can remember I mean I kind of still remember there being that any differences. There, there's, n- there's not really any shots per se like there's a couple shots but they're it, in the original it's noticeably bad like it's more like they really ran out of money for this particular mm. part but they're never really showing the mo- monster in full oh, weird. full view um, but in the in the special editions and as you go further into his special editions from the you know the theatrical lease to the DVD to the Blu-ray he, kept adding it, more. he keeps adding more and huh. you got this whole shot now where he's like eating like yeah, carcass and then like stands up yeah I love like, that scene oh man like this thing's like oh it's, it's coming huge at you. and it's right, like yeah. gonna go eat him yeah I like Do you all feel, that you feel like that alright George you, you got one you win like that yeah, that's a that good one, and it's good it's change. all practical too right yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah it's a guy in a costume and he's covered in I'd have to go a, back it's an albino mean, Chewbacca it's, it's the most it's the most impressive we'll say that yeah but I would I guess so yeah mm-hmm I don't know. It's, it just looks like a filthy space monster. Yeah. And not, I like that. Not every edit change that George Lucas wanted to do is necessarily terrible. No. And when you're cleaning up for, like, Blu-ray and stuff, like, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's bad enough, like, you had Spielberg, like, removing the uh, the guns and replacing them with walkie-talkies and E.T., <laughs> you know, and, and it was starting to get to this, you know, oh, we got to yeah. censor ourselves and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And George was starting to go down this route a little bit, too. And I, I don't know. It's just kind of like... Um, there was plenty of flesh tearing off of that wampa. I'll tell you what. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> with the, the wampa's like, y- you know, it's that's not really ter- like terrible, but it's definitely something to where he's added to. Like, it feels like okay. I you want there where he's saying when he said like I wanted I wanted to do more, but the budget or the special effects didn't allow for it. That's one spot where I could be like, okay. I could see that. Yeah. You didn't have the money to show off this piece that you wanted to really show. And here it is. But like, you know, adding the, uh, extra like characters in the, the canteen scene or, or (laughs) Han shooting first or shooting second. I don't buy that when he makes that statement, but here I can kind of see that. Mm -hmm. I I guess I get that. Yeah. But I, I, I like, I like Hoth. I like Hoth a lot. It's It's a cool planet. Yeah. Yeah. Everything on it. Yeah, everything, like everything on it, including yep. Leia kissing Luke. Yep. Yep. You still it's my favorite that? part of the movie. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> You're weird lying. At all. Not weird at all. You're yeah, lying no, at it's, all. So you okay. gotta, you gotta kind of wonder why George did that. All right, let's talk about it. Yeah. Do you believe that George was like their brother and sister? 
He had this all written out. I mean, he's still going with it. So I don't know what's worse. Yikes. The fact that he doesn't know where he's going with his next movie or the fact that he did <laughs> and still put and that still, in there. Yeah. I don't know what's worse. I mean, I want you to think about it for a second. You have Back to the Future <laughs> like is a story about a kid going back in time and his mom and him like make out. And that's a little weird. A little. And it's a little weird having his mom be attracted to him and it's like what it's not as weird for it so but here you have yeah. leia and luke it's a kiss and luke is kind of like you know she obviously was kissing luke to like to get to, at to get at han. han yeah but luke still is like luke, yeah. luke leans back and he's like she chose me yeah. that's right i feel so lucky and it's like do you man because like in return of the jedi when when they're like out on the balcony and they're You're, like my sister has my it. sister has it. leia's like Oh no! Oh yeah, no! None of them were like, "Oh man, <laughs> oh, no. I had feelings for you. I didn't know." Oh, uh, no! They don't even talk about it. They're oh, like, oh, they're just that like one time." Yeah, they like, never mentioned. I've the always kids. known. Oh, man. I've always. <laughs> it makes it worse. <laughs> There's so many things yeah. that they say that make it worse. <laughs> yeah. I've always known you're my brother. Then why did you kiss him? Then why did you do it? Brothers like yeah, that. You don't do that. <laughs> my da- oh, my daughter's my really funny because she's like, uh, "Mommies and daddies kiss, right?" <laughs> and then yeah, she's kissed Josiah like on the cheek, and that's, that's her younger younger brother. And so she tells me in the car one day, she's like, "I'm gonna marry Josiah because we've kissed." <laughs> it's like, oh man, how to how to explain this to her? And you it's don't. like, yeah, we don't. Figure she's, it out. she's like a little. She's a toddler. She'll get. Yeah, no problem. We'll grow up. It's okay. But yeah, here, Leia, I've always known. What? Somehow, you can't say things gosh, like that. Like, I just watched episode six recently, and and. Uh, when Han goes up to Leia and still thinks that they're like Luke and Leia are a thing, he's yeah. like, "Listen, if you guys are gonna like go yeah. and do your thing, like I won't get in the middle of it." And she goes, <laughs> no, "Silly, he's, he's my, my brother. brother." And she kisses Han, and Han makes these like eyes, and he's, he's like, like, "What? Uh, <laughs> this is real news minute. to like, me. What am I getting myself into right now?" And then right. he's like, "Well, you know, I still and I do how, love her, quickly, but like, how does she kiss? Oh how does she kiss her? Or how kiss him?" How does Leia kiss Han in that? In oh, that scene? I guess in the same way that she kissed Luke. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that a little weird? <laughs> now you really thought to think about it. It's like what? Yeah. So, anyways, it, what? Gosh, again, I don't know if it's worse that George planned <laughs> it or if George oh. didn't plan it. I don't know. <laughs> Got the chatter red too. This is either awful. way. It should <laughs> move the plot along. <laughs> I would say uh, probably cut that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I, I quick, cut it. A quick cut. I cut it. Or it, just turn. Or just turn Luke's head so it's a kiss on the cheek. But he, I mean, you turn you you moved you moved Han's head. Just move Luke's head. Yeah, yeah, perfect. She like goes in for the <laughs> kiss, guess, and it's a quick on. little. Because he could still, you know, he could still like do the whole lean back thing when she kisses him on the cheek. That's fine. I mean, I don't mind it so much. Just like, man. all right, they didn't know at the time, but you're right. There are certain lines like I've always, I've known. always known. He's just like, oh man, you don't say things. Or that like George would have known, and then he still put it in there. It's like oh, he backs so, it. Here's the thing: is it because? And spoiler alert, in case you haven't seen Empire Strikes Back. The reveal of Darth Vader being Luke's father, that they needed a, they gotta one up it. We we gotta have another family dynamic. We gotta one up this. What are we gonna do? Ah, uh, well, we can't have Han and Leia be brother and sister. That'd be a little weird, seeing how there's a yeah. lot that's been taking place for a while. But Luke and Leia, that was the one peck. But uh, I mean, we're probably one okay. Peck on the lips, and then Luke liked it. Yeah. You know what? Here we go. <laughs> Yoda and Leia. There it is. They're related. That's the okay. One. Now Yoda's a king. It's still safer. He's a bigger yes. than a master. Still He's a safer. king. He's the ki- Yoda, the king of Alderaan. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So anyways, as wise as I am. Yeah. So uh, we, I, I know we're not rewriting. I know we're not rewriting these films. I know we're not rewriting these films. Um, but I think if we we, we are were I mean, to be, I mean, we said uh, we would write it a little bit. I love episode five, but you can we can skip the kiss. We can just skip. skip, skip we can the skip kiss. the kiss on go. the lips. It's all it's fine there. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna spend this whole episode the kiss, or we're gonna talk about real things. Well, Rick. Why don't you give us what you liked? Great. Let's talk about Boba Fett. Absolutely Boba love Fett. him, but I think I think it's Boba Fett. I, I think it's because <laughs> of the I think it's because of the toy. My grandmother oh, gave me a dude. Boba Fett, and I was in love with it. He's but I watched that movie again, and I'm like, he has like two minutes of screen time. Boba Fett. Boba and Fett. Is, Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, there's Where's like Boba no Fett? Boba Fett. Oh, there he is. He's next to that other droid that has a name, but we never see the name. in. what's the name of that droid, Josh? You know all these characters. Oh, names. the robot IG88. <laughs> Josh, you never let me down, man. I, I, what? It's IG88. No lines. Stands next Stats to Boba the Fett. Doesn't fall Boba into a pit. Boba the Fett. That's what I thought. Intriguing. I was a kid. Uh, he doesn't fall into a pit, but he got a name. Yeah. And he's well, got a toy. And he's got, and he's got a, a Wikipedia page. on the back of the car. <laughs> It's on a rewrite. <laughs> He's just a yes. selling them. Ooh, oh, it's okay. Count. Oh, it's okay. No, Standing dude. next to Bosk as well. Bosk, yeah, oh. the lizard, lizard man, Bosk. Um, Bosk. Yeah, so I love seeing those. I love Boba Fett, man. It's like mm-hmm. he's got the coolest armor. Whoever designed his armor deserves like oh, a medal. Props, Cos- yes, absolutely. Costume it's design. just so cool, man. But that yeah. that scene where they get introduced, right? It's mm-hmm. like um, we thought in the in the first movie. See, like Darth Vader was like just a thug. Yeah, he was like. He was the henchman. He's the guy that like has got the the jaw teeth, you know, and James Bond. He's the mm. he's the um Dave Barista of uh Batista. Dave Batista. Batista. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. The barista. <laughs> Dave Barista. <laughs> you know the guy that uh, the, works the at coffee my shop. Yeah, you know. my Starbucks yeah, you know. super he's, buff. Uh, he's the uh he's he's the he's not the he's the like he's not the boss yeah. in a video game. He's, he's the first like, mate. He's the first henchman that you have to defeat to get to the boss, right? Mm, there you go. And when you have Empire Strikes Back and you have that shot where the all these like bounty hunters are coming in looking for Han Solo, you just kind of like, oh, whoa! How many of these, these guys are, the, are yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, and because because Darth Vader's costumes just like theirs in some ways. You know mm. what I mean? It'd be weird if every Sith looked like Darth Vader. You know what I mean? With the whole yeah. mask and everything? Yeah, it'd be weird if every dre- Jedi was just dressed like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi living in the desert. Oh, yeah. wait. Oops. <laughs> okay. They kind of all so, do. Uh, but it would be weird if like all the bounty hunters had capes and, and little computer bot robot thing and a mask just like Darth Vader. But they mm-hmm. all had like their own unique look, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So they all felt like these thugs for hire. Well, and it wasn't right? like he was sending out like elite special forces stormtroopers. Like these were bounty hunters. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the, and they get to use whatever means necessary. necessary. Yeah, that's right. Spare and no expense for, for Boba Fett. It means, uh, you know, going Sit. into a pit. Yeah. The, all expense paid. Good thing he survives straight to the, in the books. Pit. In the books yep. and Clone Wars. No, whatever. he's not in the Clone Wars. Yeah, he, he is. will be. As a kid. He will be. They well, just released uh, more episodes. You watch. He's going to be. He'll be in it. I hope so. He'll be. Oh, he'll be. Sure he's so. all smiles, I'm just excited. hoping. He'll still be a kid. Ah, whatever. But these these bounty hunters kind of gave it to like, oh wait a second. So there's more to Darth Vader than just being a bounty I think, hunter. I think we get a lot more Darth Vader just by because in in episode four he's just kind of like a thug. But yeah. You get the idea that he's kind of in charge. Okay. Or whatever. But but in yeah. episode five 
he is he's in the real chamber deal. and he's reporting to the emperor. Absolute favorite scene of Darth Vader. Well, okay, second okay. second favorite. <laughs> but is is when his mask is off mm. and you have him oh, in the like the whole chamber, yeah. right? And it's the suction getting on there, yeah, right? And then you have this so guy cool. coming in to report to him. He is and terrified. He is terrified because yeah. it's like, I should not be seen. I should not be here. Darth Vader <laughs> like this. And you know what happens to people to see him like that? They get choked. <laughs> and that is not good. Yeah. yeah. And and man, such there was such attention to detail in that scene. Yeah. It was so, so cool. cool. Absolutely cool yeah. scene. And I don't know who pieced that together or you get like Darth how Vader's... George was thinking about it at the time, but watching watching those shots of him being vulnerable and then yet yeah. being the the baddest uh thug there is who comes in and then the empire it also shows you goes that, on the yeah. screen it like it and he make, bows it, to him yeah and your mind's blown because you saw him be vulnerable right yeah so you saw him vulnerable for a second but showed no fear and then he bows and then you're like i was scared just like this other dude that came into the room i was scared and now, Darth Vader. and Vader's now scared I'm of this scared guy of the Emperor. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it, it, all it is is a setup for how big the Emperor, mm-hmm. uh, how much big of a threat the Emperor really yeah, is. That, Such that a whole cool scene is moment. so yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that you also get to see that Darth Vader because you look at Kylo Ren; he's wearing his scary costume or whatever. He's got kind of his breathing apparatus that makes him talk all scary. Right. But when he takes off the helmet, he's normal. But when right. you see Darth Vader, you see that I mean, he's scarred and pale and. Bald, yep. disgusting yep. 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 under that suit, right? Yep. So when mm-hmm. he's totally. breathing like that, it's not to be scary. It's like it's he literally he to. needs that because yeah, he's vulnerable exactly. under that suit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 that that then leads me to uh, my like next favorite scene with Darth Vader. Which you'd be su- go ahead and guess what it is. You'll be wrong. Just go ahead and guess. <laughs> go ahead and guess. Dar- do I know what? Vader scene? Do I know what movie it's from? Do it's, I get to know that? It's from this movie. Yeah, oh, this is, is, it reflects yeah, the, is it when he reflects the blast with his hand? No. Is it on Dagobah? No, although that's super cool when, oh, when Han Solo opens Han Solo that door. Han Solo draws me. And it's like, it happens it. so fast, yeah. man. They're like, oh, Darth Vader's in here. It's like a dream. So cool. Bam. Yeah. And just, oh yeah, deflects yeah. it. That's super cool. No, And he pulls his gun. Is it the scene on Dagobah? it's not that. What's that? With is the Dagobah with his face? And yeah. comes Luke. Yeah. All of us foreshadowing what's going to happen at the end of the movie. <laughs> that it's his father. He's going to become him. So, so yeah. I've actually started looking at that differently. That, That's, that it's just a shot of his, of his, of his, of his, of, of, it should have been what he looked like when he became Darth Vader. No. So I think that shot, what do you mean? Who became Darth okay, Vader? Okay. So when Anakin Luke goes Darth into Vader? the cave, right? And he's going to see his greatest fear, right? And it's Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And he goes to attack, and he, he slices it, and then shows the mask, and it shows a picture of himself, Luke Skywalker, inside the mask of Darth Vader. I think he's afraid of becoming him, yeah. He'd be, be afraid of becoming Darth Vader, but also, that's, that's about the time when Darth Vader became Darth Vader. Yeah. Is, is about the same age Luke is, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And that's what's kind of like, I think is kind of cool when you when you look at the prequels. It's, I mean, here's what's really interesting is about special uh, editions and edits and stuff. Why did George Lucas keep it Luke's face and not... Hayden Christensen's. Young Anakin's face. Yeah, why not CGI or whatever? Stupid. But that's my point is is that you look like your father when you're young. So I think there was an element of... Oh, that he could have seen like Hayden and been like, oh, it looks like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> How does he know he looks like his dad? He doesn't know oh his my dad. Gosh. Like, yeah. Don't right. fit that's, what, that's what I'm saying is that if George was going this direction, why didn't he CGI that? And no. It's because wow. there was a lot of other things. There's a lot of other things going on that he also sees himself in that. But yeah, you yeah. do. You have, your, you have the sins of your father. 
right? We have the passed down of the sins of the father. They, they go into that, and we, we live with the same problems that our fathers lived with. And so Luke has just as much temptation. Well, yeah. Just as much temptation to go to the I dark side sees, as, as Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, he sees mm-hmm. that, like, he looks at that, and he goes, uh, I, I'm good. Right. He looks at himself and says, I'm good. Right. But then he sees himself in Darth Vader. So what does that right. mean about Darth Vader? Well, there's, there's that some means good he's in Darth got Vader. some good. Yeah, yeah. That means but he's it also got means good. that he has some bad in him. Yes, and here's and Luke's real problem was is that he he wanted it now. He was impulsive, right? Mm-hmm. He demanded now. Like everyone that says about like because we're living right now in a time when everyone's complaining about uh, Mark Hamill's role in the Last Jedi, I love him and everyone's in Last torn Jedi. right now. But they're 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 talking about like. Oh, you know, he would never act this way. And it's like, what are you talking about? Luke Skywalker impulsive? was also always yeah, impulsive. Always. He mm-hmm. demanded he demanded things now. He wanted things now. Even in like a new hope, he wanted I want a new life now. I'm not I'm not ready to wait. I want now. And and then in, in Empire Strikes Back, he was he was he wanted to be done with training. I need to go I need to go save my friends. You're not done with the training. But I need to go save my friends. Matter. Okay. It's a trap. If you're ready for no, the tra- yeah. if you're done with the training, lift that X-wing. Yeah. And he goes Ugh, impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible, Yana. Nobody could ever. Oh, this is so unfair. Yeah. And then, just like all great things that come in uh, the unexpected, Yoda lifts up a giant, awesome X-Wing. Literally, my number one Star Wars moment in, Yoda, in all of Star Wars is Yoda, is Yoda and the X-Wing. It's because it's the unexpected, man. You don't mm-hmm. think this is going to come out of him, and yet you see it. It's super cool. Also, the music is literally yeah. like I so am good. brought to tears Josh, and like I'm jumping you, up and it's down. Like the one thing, and granted, I'm triumphant. I it John Williams, man, the score, Star Wars is amazing, mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. As you're it, right though, when he's like lifting it, you get like that like yeah. twinkly, like oh. unbelievable. But no, you're both sound. wrong. I still haven't shared my favorite oh, yeah. Darth Vader okay. moment in this movie. Uh, you're both wrong. <laughs> you gotta be wrong. Is when he cuts Luke's hand off? No. Although that scene's amazing. We want to talk about scene that scene for a while? No, no. We're just share your, no, share let's, your let's get to out, your... Oh the audience is like anticipating. They can't the wait. They can't wait. Just down. stick around until after the commercial ready, break. Ready, We're doing commercials now, by the way. It's it's it, Yeah. <laughs> you know, our sponsor is by... Uh, no. Patience. <laughs> waiting, it's a virtue. Waiting for the things <laughs> that you so desire to hear. No, okay. My favorite Darth Vader moment is him prepping... It's him prepping the ice, or the the carbonite the carbonite chamber, in preparation to capture Luke. Oh yeah, and what I love about that is he's he's getting you have all these like creatures like the the little miners yeah, and they're mm-hmm. they're like uh, they're just getting it ready, and it's another moment where Darth Vader is like, like what I saw of it as a kid is Darth Vader's got a plan, mm. right, and he's gonna mm-hmm. go trap it, and then. When it happens, when he lures him into this room, and you have this fight happening, mm. and he, lure, and he, he lures in. Luke into the into the the hole, it's like this moment where it's like, like oh, oh my gosh. man, no, don't fall for it, yeah. Luke. He's gonna get you, and it's just like Darth Vader to me. Like, I, I mean, I'm forgetting as a character. It's just that Darth Vader was the. If we're all living Luke, then this is the moment when Darth Vader is like the thing that always gets us down, the thing that's always seemed to be getting in our way. Mm-hmm. And then what surprises me in that moment is then when Luke jumps out. In a you know, blur. In, yeah, in just a second, and it and it throws Darth Vader off by, it's like, mm-hmm. it surprises him, yeah, right? Yeah, because he totally misses it. Whoa, what? He's How like, did, oh. 
How did that happen? Obi Wan must have trained you well, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. for twenty minutes. That it's very interesting because it's force s- jump from Yoda. It's, it's the same flip, man. It's the same flip that Obi Wan <laughs> got Anakin on and then sliced oh, him in half, and he dude. wasn't ready for it. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So I was like, how is it? What is this? The third time we've the seen ground. it in the the whole saga, and it's like, how is Darth Vader not ready for this move <laughs> by now? Right? <laughs> Shoo! Here he comes! Slice him in half, Darth! Slice him in half! <laughs> the one move he never learned. No, it's the one move. He can't get it. It's his kryptonite, man. He just he's like it's his carbonite. Yeah, it's like (laughs) oh, sorry, wrong universe. My bad. But it's like uh, anybody's like, you want to know how to beat Vader? You just do a backflip or frontflip in front of him. But you got to be on the low ground. He'll be shocked. He won't know what to do. He's like, he does it. Cut him in half. (laughs) (laughs) He won't see it coming. That's funny. (laughs) It's great. Absolutely great. No, this is my favorite. My favorite moment of Darth Vader is because Darth Vader. Is a man with a plan, mm-hmm. and he and, knows that Lucas. Is, he knows that Lucas's son at that point. Oh yeah. So he like is not gonna kill no. him. He's he persuades the emperor to yeah have him be turned to the dark right. side so that right. he can save him. Yep. So you definitely like. But but he was gonna freeze him to bring him right. Yeah. So he He's could still capture. He him. never want. I I always feel like Darth Vader never wanted his son to die though. Like ever. He want he always no. he always wanted him to turn to the emperor. He well, never said that he wanted to like. No, that's true. I mean, I'm gonna were, kill you, my son. It's and that, like that's not partially true because in Return of the Jedi, he he says actually like we'll just get rid of the empire and you and I can rule the world. He actually says that. He no, says he in says Episode Five, he yeah. says yeah. join says me that. and we'll rule the empire as father and son. We can overthrow, yeah. we can the, overthrow empire. the emperor yeah, exactly. And which I as father and son. Yeah. Which is which is interesting because that that, that kind of lure is like we don't need a boss. We don't need anybody to report to. We can just do things ourselves, and that—that that is the. It's ultimate. weird that he loves his son still. But that's the ultimate battle for Luke too. Is that Luke was always like, "I want to be in control of my fate. I want to be in control of my destiny." And here he had to not be impatient. Which how could you be in that moment? His arms cut off. He's in so much pain. <laughs> but he—he he just has to. He needs to recognize you can't be in control of everything. You can't control the universe. Mm-hmm. You can't be in charge. Not like that. You can be in control for sure of things, but you can you are responsible for who you are and the actions that you make, but you can't be in control of everything. I mean, I work with a lot of youth, and that's one of the biggest things that they always struggle with is that they, they struggle with control, they controlling things that are outside their control. Like my favorite one is, is watching young kids get like um, get road rage at a very early age <laughs> when they're just starting to get their car, right? Like they're late somewhere, and then they want man, I, I want to go. I want to go fast, right? And I, oh, I got to get there. I'm late and they're freaking out and they're getting upset over red lights, right? Yeah. Do they have any control over the red light? Mm-hmm. No. But we act like like we allow stress and anxiety and 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 we, we, we demand control on things that we clearly have no control over and we let that destroy who we are, right? They're, they're the bad or the, the, the stuff that, that people want to claim that that's not really them comes out, right? The worst of mm-hmm. us comes out in moments when, uh, over things that we can't control. And like, think about it for Luke, like that was the moment, right? Where he could have like, his arm's been cut off. Like, dude, go, go at it, go havoc, like destroy. And then what he ends up doing is he ends up surrendering, which is super cool. He just he, jumps. He yeah. just jumps, man. That's he just awesome. lets go. He removes himself from a situation. It was too much to handle. Mm-hmm. Just let, let, just let go. Stop trying to be in control. Stop, you know, stop trying to be in charge of everything. Don't let the worst come out of you, right? Just surrender. And that's just what's so cool in that moment. 
Now, what's interesting is then, get ready for it, Leia senses Luke. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So We should have known right there. Did George know? Oh, shoot. Yeah, he wrote the script. He knew. He did. He made the the brother and sister kiss. I can't believe it. And with that, we're going to now we're going to end our episode part one of Empire Strikes Back right there. George Lucas knew the whole time. (laughs) Can you believe it? Is there hope after all? Can there be hope for this movie? There is. Tune in uh, next time. Yeah, you'll find out part two. Guys, we'll talk to you later. Signing out.